Welcome to Wildlife Outdoors with your host, Russell and Jose. If you have a passion for conservation of the outdoors, or you're enjoying a calming hike in the mountains, an exhilarating kayak trip on the river, feeling a fish on the end of your line, cooking on an open flame in a primitive campsite, or stalking big game just waiting for the perfect shot, you're in the right place. So put on your boots and polarized sunglasses and come along for the ride. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. We got a short one for you here today, and it's actually going to be a short one for you. We got a lot going on on both ends of this. So once again, this is Russell here with my co-host, Jose, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about my weekend adventures. So um, what did you do this weekend, Jose? Dude, I did a whole lot of nothing, man, uh, which is actually kind of a nice change of pace for once. I feel like these last couple of weeks has been nonstop, just a lot of stuff going on. So this weekend, uh, it was actually my uh, family member of mine. Uh, they were, we were celebrating some graduations, two graduations to be exact. And uh, so it was kind of cool, man. Um, went out there back home and spent some time with the family and everything. It was a really quick turnaround. I just, I just went there Saturday, stayed the night and then came back home Sunday or not home, but came back to college station Sunday. So I knew I, I, I wouldn't have any time to go fishing or anything like that, so I didn't even bother packing any of my fishing gear. But uh, it was just nice to kind of relax and, and just spend some time with some family and friends and things. But that's really it, dude. Not, not, nothing too crazy, but uh, but got some rest finally, so I'll take it. That's awesome, man. Lord knows we all need some rest. Yeah, what about you, man? Man, dude, I, uh, I went and did that uh, island camping trip, so... That's um, right. I, I saw those photos. How, how, how'd that go? Dude, it was freaking awesome, man. So, um, like I'd said before in the, in the previous podcast, we thought it was going to be really hot and it wasn't. So it got up to, I think about 90 on Saturday. Um, and we kayaked around for a bit. Well, first we, we went kayaking with one of my buddies and his wife, um, on the same lake, just on the other side of the lake. And we went and kayaked for about, I guess, an hour, hour and a half, maybe. And um, just kind of cruising around and uh, loaded up the kayaks and then went and got a bite to eat and then went back to the lake on the other side of the lake. And uh, we launched out of the north side of the lake. And probably, I think we went, it was like the third island out uh, from the launch. And there was this nice little cove. And then there was a point on the opposite end of the cove and I was looking at, I wanted to watch the sunset. And so I was trying to figure my bearings and see where, which way was West. And, um, the point that we chose was facing the West. And so, uh, the sun didn't set, like, I guess I didn't have my West absolutely correct. I guess the West that I was looking at was more Northwest. Um, but where the sunset was still pretty nice. I wanted it to set completely on the other side of the lake. Um, mm -hmm from where we were at but uh unfortunately there was it set a little further uh to like if you're standing on where we were camping at i was hoping it was going to be straight ahead but it was a little further to the right uh, and so the sunset behind an island that was a little bit closer which it was, i mean it was fine it was still a gorgeous sunset um but we picked that spot there uh set up camp and then went cruising around and the water was probably i'd say in the 80s degree temperature wise and um it was like just perfect for swimming. The water wasn't cold. It was warm outside. It wasn't too hot. Um, 
it was just awesome, man. Had a nice little breeze. Um, so we did that. We went swimming and hiked around. We went and kayaked to a few different islands and, um, you know, just explored and, and it was just good. And then we went back and when we got back to our island, it was probably, I don't know, maybe six o'clock ish. Um, and we started a fire and got out the jet boil and we got some mountain house meals. Um, I got chicken and rice and I think Ruth got beef stew. They were both really good, but the beef stew one was better in all honesty. It just had a lot more flavor. Um, and then I had a couple little Cayman Jack margarita thingies and just kind of chilled, man. Hung out in the hammock. We ended up not sleeping in the hammocks. We ended up putting up a tent and sleeping in the tent. Um, but the hammocks were, we only set up one hammock and we set it up. There was only really two trees on the area that we were at that were far apart enough and, and thick enough for us to be comfortable putting a hammock on. Hence why we didn't sleep in them. Uh, Cause we could only put one up. So, uh, but we relaxed in it for a little bit, watched the sunset. Um, I got Ruth to actually fish for a little bit, with the fly rod. And, uh, it was, I, I wasn't prepared, I guess <laughs> it was, it was, the sun was setting and they, they were hitting top water and I brought a sink tip, well, an intermediate tip fly line on my six weight. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to throw some small top waters and you could, you know, get one little pop and then it would start sinking. So, um, next time I, I know I need to bring floating line. I wasn't even thinking about it. I just grabbed a six weight. Uh, didn't even think about looking at the line. So, um, just Indeed. fished for a little bit that way. And, uh, just hung out, man. And then I did end up recording a lot. So I have a lot of footage between the GoPro, my DSLR and my phone. So hopefully Sick. I'll be making a YouTube video soon. Nice, dude. That sounds like a freaking. That sounds like an awesome trip, bro. Dude, we need to go. I'm I'm down, man. I've I've always wanted to do like a kayak based camping trip. You know what I mean? Whether it be on a river or like right. I thought about I've thought about doing it on the coast, where you know, because I mean, there's a bunch of little small islands littered throughout the uh, throughout the flats and stuff. And I thought about going and camping there, trying it. You know, like doing like a little catch and cook, whatever, just hanging out, but. I'm, I'm not even going to lie, dude. I hate camping on the beach. I hate it. I hate camping on the beach. You sand everywhere. Um, everywhere, dude. It's just yeah. kind of uncomfortable. And also, I don't, sp- I don't spend a lot of time on the coast as much. So the tide swings, I guess, could be unpredictable. So I would hate to like wake up and have my tent down near flooded, you know? So, exactly. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm, 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 I'm down, bro. Let's do it. Yeah, I would say probably do it when it's a little bit cooler because it did get pretty hot. Now at nighttime, ooh, it was perfect. It got down to 65 degrees. And no it was a way. little breeze, dude. It was perfect. I, I didn't expect it to get that cool. I guess we yeah. just went at the perfect time and, dude, it felt amazing. Um, but yeah, going camping in the heat of the summer just isn't the greatest. Yeah, especially here in Texas. It's freaking cooking right now, man. Right. Um, so I don't, I've never had the chance to meet Ruth or much less talk to her. So he's, I don't really know if she's like an outdoorsy type of person, but what was her, like, what did she think about the trip? So she really enjoyed it. So she's outdoorsy in the sense of, um, outdoors recreation, like hiking, kayaking, stuff like that. Um, Mm -hmm. she's not into fishing really at all. Um, I think she just does it just because I like it. Um, so she, she, it's not really something that she enjoys doing. So I don't make her do it, but you know, she 
kind of wants to have similar interests as me. So she'll do it if I'm doing it. Um, yeah. so, which I think is amazing of her to do. Um, I don't know if she's ever been hunting, but I don't think that she's a big hunter, obviously. Um, but yeah, she likes hiking and kayaking and, uh, she doesn't go camping a lot, but she does enjoy it. So, um, it was kind of right up her alley. And so, you know, she, she really enjoyed it. Um, (laughs) me not camping with women very often. I didn't bring toilet paper and, you know, stuff like that. So, um, next trip, we're definitely going to make sure we have toilet paper (laughs) and uh, I didn't bring plates or anything like that. Luckily it was just a one day trip. So we weren't out there for an extensive period of time, but yeah, that reminds me of, that reminds me of a story. So whenever, uh, if you guys are listeners, if if you listen to the podcast that we did with, uh, our friend Victor or Josh as, as he's, um, often called. So I used to play peewee football with him and his dad used to coach the team that we played for. And we used to we used to uh, go practice at this park in in, my, in our hometown, and um, there's this one kid. He told coach, the coach, I gotta go to the restroom. He goes, well, there's some porta potties over there. Go, you know, go do what you gotta do. So he went. <laughs> he was gone for a while, but we were too busy practicing. We didn't we didn't really notice. And he finally came back. And then coach, it just happened to be like a point where I guess we were kind of having a break. And coach looks at him and goes. Dude, what happened to your sock? Goes well, coach. There wasn't any toilet paper, so I had to do what I had to do. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there a time or two, actually. Oh, Back when dear. I used to work for the county paving roads, sometimes we were lucky enough to have a porta potty put out there. Um, but if it wasn't like a huge project we were building, then mm-hmm. we wouldn't have one. And there's numerous times I've just had to go in the nearest places, the woods out in the hill country. Typically, it was like if we're out in Wimberley or Dripping Springs area. And yeah. so I'll just go off and take care of my business. And I mean, got to do what you got to see and got to do sometimes. So, man, that, that happened to me going fishing one time. So when we left me and my buddy, he had just got, if I remember correctly, he had just got this little jumbo. So he wanted to go run it around and he had run it around a few times already, but he's going to go again. And so he invited me to go along if I wanted to. So I was like, yeah, man, I'm down. So we stopped at, um, uh, a stripes gas station and they have like this little restaurant called Laredo taco company. And they're usually, I mean, they're pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. I like them for what they are for, you know, for a gas station taco, they're pretty dang good. Right. And so it was like a, it was like a little, I guess, ritual that my friends and I would have. We'd always stop at a stripes and get whatever. And uh, I normally like my go-to order. There's one, there's one of two tacos that I get just like chorizo, egg and potato, mm-hmm. or I get, um, I think it's called the cute taco. I can't remember. I think it's, I think it's egg, bacon, potatoes, beans and cheese or something like that. It's pretty, pretty dang good. But, uh, for whatever reason, I switched it up this go around and I got some chicharrones or, uh, <laughs> uh, fried pigskin, essentially, uh, cracklins, I guess. Uh, and, uh, but they, the way they cook them, they cook them in like, um, like a salsa and stuff, you know? for lack of a better term. And uh, Mm -hmm. so they cook them all these spices and like, you know, onions, jalapenos, all that stuff. They're really good, right? I love them. So I got that. But dude, I, it just did not agree with me that morning, man. So we go out, we're in the middle of this, uh, we're in the middle of the flats. We're just kind of drifting, trying to find some fish. And I started feeling some bubble guts coming up. Damn it, not the Bee Gees. Dude, it sounds like this is not good, but I'm going to ignore it. Maybe, you know, I just got to pass some gas or something. So I didn't say nothing. We just kept fishing and it started getting worse. I was like, dude, this might be, a, this might be pretty bad. 
And then it just hits me. I just turned to my buddy and said, dude, you got to find an island like right now, dude. I got to go, bro. So he, <laughs> so we took off, man. We found that we went to the nearest little island and there was hardly any vegetation on there. I, I hid behind like the only mangrove bush on there. I should have just went in the water. I don't know why I didn't. I'm stupid. <laughs> but I, I did my business and I was like, shit, what am I going to wipe with? And I, I had a buff mask on. I was like, well, I guess I'll use this. I'll use that. <laughs> And uh, not going to lie, though, I mean, it was expensive. This was like, I guess, when buff masks were still like really popular and they were like 30 uh-huh. bucks a pop. So I bought this this buff for like 30 bucks from Academy. I was like, I was really upset that I had to use it. But not going to lie, dude, it was like the softest toilet paper I've ever used in my life. <laughs> <laughs> the, right, most the most luxury. Too. Yeah. Oh, man. But dude, never again. Ever since that day, I will not. I will still, I'll, I'll still go to Loretta Talk Company. I just will not get the Chicharros hard pass right i normally whenever i would go there um because they're not they're not stripes anymore are they didn't like i think valero bought them or something like that uh i still see them in stripes no they were valeros before and stripes bought out the valeros that's what it was yeah their tacos are really good i typically go for the the typical bacon and egg um or their chorizo and egg it's really good yeah but i've never had their chicharron ice dude so have you ever Got the breakfast tacos from that uh the store over there by your mom's place? Uh the Poco Loco? Uh maybe. Uh that's the only restaurant or the only like the I gas guess, station Mexican store yeah, over there? Yeah, that's closest to my mom's place. Yeah. So uh but have you ever had their nopales? No, nah, never. Oh dude, their their nopales and their chicharrones from there are really good. Um, and then their breakfast tacos are pretty good too. We used to stop in there whenever we we're paving on that side of town. I mean, I haven't had no pilots forever, bro. I remember going to Mexico. I haven't, I haven't been in Mexico since I was like eight years old. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to go every year, maybe twice a year, like once in the summer, once during the winter to go visit my dad's side of the family over there. But then when stuff got started getting really bad along the border and things, my mom didn't feel comfortable taking me anymore. So I, yeah. I just, she started leaving me at my grandparents. So I haven't been back in quite some time i really want to go because i haven't seen my family forever and uh, mm-hmm. i'd love to go as an adult and just like see it through fresh eyes if you will you know, get a new perspective of things and uh right. yeah anyways beside the point so i remember growing like growing up my we used to go over there and my dad where he grew up it's like this very rural little town mm-hmm. and he lived right across the street from this like big hill or loma or whatever and so we would we would go there sometimes and we'd take a, a little bucket and we would go and we would start cutting the prickly pear pads off the, the pears. And then we'd cut if they if, if the um the tunas or the prickly pear fruit were, were in season, we'd take them too. So we'd get those and we'd bring them back to my grandma's house and then we'd sit there and we'd like get a knife and we would pull all the spines off by hand. And I mean it, it was a it was a pretty arduous task and pretty repetitive and you always ended up with spines no matter what but i remember the next morning my grandma should like cut up those nopales and she would cook it with like some eggs and some uh chorizo mexicano or whatever and dude mm-hmm. it was so it was so good man so good and she has they used to have like this open like this like fireplace so she would cook over an open fire a lot of times so she would roast those nopales over coals dude and that it sounds just, so good yeah man and it would just it just added like I don't even know how to explain it. It just added like more flavor. It was, it was amazing, dude. I haven't had legit no fathers like that in forever. Dude, I don't know if I've ever had them like that. I've just had them from, you know, restaurants up in Texas, 
But dude, that sounds so good. There's something about like charbroiling stuff that just adds so much flavor. Like when I make Indian food, I have to cook my chicken. Like I like to make a, a chicken cola puree, like a coconut curry and stuff like that. And um, that or I'll make like tikka masala. And every time that I cook my chicken, I make sure that I, I cook the hell out of it. I sear it really hot on my cast iron before I actually throw it in and bake it. And yeah. um, dude, it just adds so much flavor when you brown it that way. <laughs> Dude, you you remember that one time you came over to my mom's house and my mom and dad left. I don't know where they went, but it was just me, you, my brother. And we like our fridge was like we hadn't gone grocery shopping. So we didn't have a lot of food, but we had uh, potatoes. Mm -hmm. And so we were like, man, we got so hungry. So we built a fire in the back. We got those potatoes and we wrapped them in foil and we threw them in the coals. Remember that? Yeah. And we were were just sitting there after, I don't even know, two hours, whatever. We were sitting there and we unwrapped them. We put some, we found some butter in the fridge, got some salt, pepper, whatever. And we just had just a plain Jane baked potato, but no joke. Maybe because we were so hungry. But I remember they all three were, of us were like, right. dude, they were like, dude, these potatoes hit hard, man. Like there was just something about them, bro. They were just fan. Still probably some of the best potatoes I ever had. Dude, we had a lot of good times out there in your backyard. Oh, man, we did. <laughs> I remember, remember your big goat. That sounded like a little wuss. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, what? Well, probably the first time I went over to your place. And, I think uh, so. He, how old was that goat at the time? He had some big old horns, but he still seemed kind of uh, young. We we had had him probably at that point for like two years, maybe. I see. So for the listeners out there, so I, I went to Jose's house and we were probably, what, maybe freshman, sophomore in high school? Yeah, something, something yeah. like that. And uh, I go over to Jose's place and they had this big old goat. And it was intimidating because whenever I used to have horses, we had a lease and uh, we would help the lease owner uh, vaccinate their goats and castrate the, the baby goats and stuff like that. And so I was used to, you know, having to try to tackle this billy that they had so we could vaccinate it. And um, so I was kind of intimidated by Jose's goat because it was a lot bigger than that goat. And he comes up to me and he was like sizing me up and he like kind of lowered his head. And then he went to bat and he goes me <laughs> it was just like the <laughs> smallest little noise out of this freaking massive goat it was so funny dude that i i did not like that goat man he would always try to punk you whenever you go into the pins to try and work with the goats he would always like he would always charge at you or like butt you to see what you would do so my dad uh he told me he said you can't let him do that they're gonna they're gonna keep doing it if you let him if you let him do it so he came at me one day and i grabbed his antlers uh, not antlers, sorry his horns and I just like kind of shoved his face in the ground. Like I, it was just reactionary. I don't know. I didn't do it. I didn't mean to do it on purpose. Yeah. Um, but they go kind of step back. He looked at me. He just backed away. I was like, yeah, that's right, man. <laughs> Dude, I was pissed. I don't even know what happened to that freaking thing. I think we ended up, I think we ended up selling all the goats because the, uh, the coyotes and the neighborhood dogs kept killing them all. Really? So they just got, yeah. So we just got, it just got exhausting, like replacing them. And then even if we had a fence, it would always get in. We'd, we'd find goods dead all the time. So we just like, it, it was just impossible. So we just, after, I think we, we never even, I don't know, we didn't sell them. I think we just kept them until they dwindled down to like the last remaining few. And I think he gave them away. I see. Did y'all ever move them out to the property that y'all had? Uh, we moved. At? So yeah, sometimes we'd move them back and forth. Mm-hmm. And, um, this kind of depends, and uh, but again, it was just as bad out there, if not worse. The coyotes were really yeah, bad they were out really there. bad so, out there, heading towards you. So they would, 
Yeah, exactly. So they got really bad out there. They were always killing our, our stock and, uh, and the neighborhood dogs every now and again would get them too. But, um, yeah, we'd always check the fences. We, we, you know, we would try and repair them. We'd try everything we could. Um, we should have got like a donkey or something to stay with them, but we never did. We were, I guess we were just never that invested. In them. But, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, eventually they just, they just didn't do good there either. So we just kind of gave up on, on having the goats around. Yeah, that's, that's I like goats too, especially when they're, when they're dude, babies. When they're babies, they're freaking adorable, man. Yeah, they I, are. I, but when they're older, they're dude, they're they're punks, man. We so we have on the ranch that we work at. I think I can tell this story. So the ranch that we work at, they have livestock and they have like cattle, sheep, and goats. And from time to time, we'll have to work them a little bit and uh, put some like GPS collars on them. Mm-hmm. And the GPS collars run on batteries. So inevitably, and we also have to download the data anyway. So we'll have to pin them, catch them, uh, remove the collars, change out or charge the batteries, download the data, and then we'll have, we'll have to go catch them again and put the collars back on. So there's this one day. we uh, And for whatever reason, the goats like to kind of split up into two groups. And so the ranch is, is fairly large. So we have to really take our time and find them. It's uh, it's kind of a pain, but this time around they were it was pretty easy. We found them. It took us forever to get them pinned. They were just not cooperating. It probably took us two or three hours, and what would normally take two people to do, we had to get the uh, the uh, I guess the ranch foreman, if you will, uh, come out and help us because we just could not get it with a uh, with uh, just on our own. So we had an a. Uh, we had two four wheelers and a ranger out there trying to, to corral these things. Finally got them in. We got them pinned up. Like, all right, cool. We got them pinned. We're just going to let them rest for a little bit because I'm sure they were stressed out. And we also had to go find the cattle. And the cattle are typically a little bit easier to work. So we went to go look for them. We got them pinned up. We changed the collars and all that stuff pretty easily. And we were going to hit the ghost and do them on the way out. And so when we got to the pins, I'm pulling up in the ranger and I see them walking away, like all of them. I'm like, what the hell? Like, how did they get out? We, we close all the gates. I know for a fact we close all the gates. So we get over there and there was one goat left and a, uh, and one of the guard dogs just chilling in the pen. And we're like, what the hell, man? We, we went around the entire pen. We, we never found a hole. We have really? no idea. Yeah, dude. To this day, we have no idea how they got out, but they all got out. And we were so, and I was already getting kind of late, and we were frustrated from having tried to corral them earlier in the in the day. We're like, screw it, we'll just we'll just come back in the morning. So, luckily, they didn't venture too far throughout the night, and we were able to find them pretty easily in the morning. But it still took us like three or four hours to get those freaking things worked. But man, that after that, sucks. dude, after that, I mean, we were, me and my buddy were just so frustrated. We're 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 just over it. We I. Do not like goats as much anymore. And still, the, the little ones are still cute. I still, yeah. I, was, I, I love watching them. And whenever they, uh, whenever they, uh, they start dropping, man, it's just like the cutest thing. We actually got to witness a birth the other. I think this year it was pretty, pretty incredible thing to see. But, uh, but yeah, dude, they're just so funny, man. They're like so rambunctious. They're jumping off everything, and yep. it's just, it's, it's hilarious. It's so entertaining. It's it's crazy but, how coordinated they are at such a young age. It really is, man. It it's really really impressive. It is, but I yeah, the little ones, the little ones I adore. The big ones, not so much. They're probably, right. Yeah. Not, See, we used to castrate the little ones because um, if, if you get them early enough, it's a lot easier to castrate the kids than 
you know, when they're older. And so we would uh, use the bands to castrate them. And so you'd put these oh, bands yeah. on and, you know, about two weeks later, you just see a bunch of little white furry nut sacks all over. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we used to do that. But it's the, it's the older ones that you want to castrate because they're freaking annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they are really annoying, man. I, yeah, they're, and then we, when we have to work them, we have to like physically grab their horns and um, remove the collars if we, if we are unable to um, run them through the chute yeah. or whatever. And uh, I've been knocked down a couple times because, like, I would just grab them as 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 I can, and I had two in one uh, in my like one each hand at one point, and they're like twisting and turning and bucking. They, they knocked me. To, this was like, <laughs> dead at night too. They knocked me to the ground. They started dragging me. Off. I was like, "What the <laughs> hell, man?" <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. Right. But, uh, it was it was hilarious, dude. Um, they low key. They are kind of fun to work. I, I enjoy interacting with the animals. I love seeing the guard dogs and. Uh, but it can be kind of a pain, especially in this heat, man. Yeah, um, we're gonna we're gonna have to work them here probably. I don't know, in a month or so, and uh, mm-hmm. not looking forward to that. We'll probably have to just do it early in the morning before it gets too hot. Right, it's gonna be hot as hell. Yeah, damn it. Well, speaking of hot as hell, it's been hot here, and uh, lakes have been on fire in terms of like boats so everybody's out on the water which has made it kind of tough for fishing so i actually have well i when i went camping i caught one fish it was a little bitty long ear um but i've been skunked two times going fishing basically i'm not going to count that long ear as catching one uh it's been tough fishing dude a fish is a fish a fish is a fish but between the hot water hot temperatures low oxygen um, and boats, man, it has been ridiculously hard to catch fish. But there's a lake here in Arkansas called Lake Conway um, that they're going to be draining here shortly. And so um, they lifted all limits. So because I think if I'm not mistaken, they're going to completely drain the lake because they're doing some big renovations. Um, and so they're allowing anglers to go out there starting. It was uh, I believe it started July 21st. Um, there's no bag limits, no length limits, like no limits on anything at all. And, um, from what I've been told, there are some massive alligator gar there, spotted gar, humongous catfish, like all sorts of stuff. Um, but they've raised all limits. So for those of y'all that are in Arkansas that are listening, if you're into fishing, uh, Lake Conway is a place you want to go. And then on top of that, they've actually tagged and released 50 fish that, if you catch a tagged fish, uh, it's worth $500. So um, they're allowing people to go out there and, and catch everything and keep it. So if that's something you're into, I'd definitely check it out. I'd definitely plan on going out there and hopefully getting on some some big bass, big catfish, and maybe even a gar or two on the fly rod. So. Nice. Right, right. And I think it's like, if I'm not mistaken, about an hour, hour and 15 minutes from where I'm at. So it's not too far. Yeah. So that might be a trip here coming up soon for me. You gonna you gonna take the girls? Um, probably not. If if I'm going to go fishing, it'll most likely be because that lake has a lot of uh, cypress trees and a lot of stumps and a lot of things out in the lake that I would have to get to. Um, it wouldn't be bank fishing by any means. So I definitely want to take my kayak out there, and I don't want to have to deal with the girls with that. So. It'll most likely be sometime next month, and uh, it'll probably be me by myself or maybe some buddies or something. 
Dude, I want to go fishing so bad, man. I need to get outdoors. I want to go get on some carp now. Now that you caught one <laughs> or two. <laughs> I want to go back, bro. There's the, uh, yeah, I want to go after that tilapia I missed. And then uh, I, I found, I caught grass carp there. That was fun. But I want to try and catch a common now. I've managed to scratch off a koi and a grass carp. Now I just need to hit a common. Did your roommate catch a freaking mirror carp? Yeah, dude. And apparently that was his first carp too. Really? Dude, that was such yeah. a cool looking fish. I want to catch a mirror carp so bad. And then he caught a yellow perch on top of that. Oh. Yeah, he's in uh, Jersey. I see. Something like that. Somewhere up there in the, the Northeast. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, dude, that he caught a little, a little mirror carp. I was like, damn, bro, for your first carp, that's, that's going to be hard, tough, tough to to uh the to top right right like your car that thing was massive oh man and your freaking redfish and then yeah. your freaking cutthroat like yeah. all your first are monsters <laughs> my freaking rio my first rio was massive dude yeah and you caught that on two-way too yeah two-way glass that was a fun been, fish to catch i haven't been to that creek in a long time i haven't either last time i went was with you but that was probably a couple years ago wasn't it I think that was before you moved to Arkansas. No. Uh, we went one time after I moved up here. Um, to that creek? Yes. Because remember the trip that I made? Uh, it was right after I got divorced. I made a trip down. I stayed at the Holiday Inn there in San Marcos. We made a trip Is that down that where Matt was throwing up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that trip. Okay. <laughs> I forgot about that at Plucker. <laughs> yeah. Dude. That was hilarious. I feel bad for laughing, but it was so funny, man. It was. It was just the way that he was. <laughs> <laughs> Oh poor guy. I was like Yeah, man. I was cracking up and you were like you're trying not to crack and we're like, dude, don't laugh. And I just lost it and you are both are both dying in the front seat and Matt's dying for a different reason in the back. <laughs> what did he say that was so funny? He said something. Oh, I can't oh, remember. Because when he was like uh hope, oh man, my head that hurt. That laughing hurts. But um if uh I hope this is not too graphic for our listeners, but like when he was throwing up, he was doing it like silently, but every so often he would make like a random noise. He's like, oh, oh God. <laughs> That's <laughs> what it was. <laughs> and then he would just get quiet. And I was like, try at first I wasn't laughing. I was like, okay, uh, trying to be respectful, like let him get it out of the system. But then he said that, and I don't know. And just the way he said it, it was just so funny to me, dude. I just lost it. Dude, but, that was exactly <laughs> what it was. Like, oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> But oh, I got my karma, that. man. I got my karma. I started throwing up real bad on my uh, the one and only time I, I think I ever really got drunk with my buddy Danny. Hopefully, we'll have him on the podcast at some point. And uh, we were going, and it was probably the worst time to get drunk, too, man. I think I was still fishing with a hangover. I think I might have told this story already, but we probably pulled over five or six times on the way down to the coast so I can I can puke. He has a picture of me leaning at the at the truck window. I don't know what happened to it. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna have to text him <laughs> see if he still got it. But Damn. yeah, I got my I got my karma, dude. I got my karma. Yeah, we all have. I mean, <laughs> I don't remember the last time I threw up from drinking. It was probably uh you remember that get together I had uh right after my house was built? And uh yes. we had pretty much everybody that we went to high school with over. Yes, I, I do remember think that. I threw up that night. But we if I if I'm not mistaken, I was 
just on the side of the house on like on the side of the garage and i think i went out there and threw it once or twice but i don't know if anybody ever knew <laughs> i kind of played it cool and then just drank water the rest of the night but no, hell, I, I was 21 so that was almost 10 years ago oh, man it feels like forever ago dude right it does dude, old, life has bro. changed so much from that time hell you're talking about these graduations that oh my god dude we're getting older they're already graduating high school yeah dude my niece turns 21 on the 26th no way dude yeah holy crap she's having her 21st that's nuts yeah if i'm not mistaken i think uh my dad went to pluckers with her yesterday for her 21st you're gonna hang out with your pops this weekend I am. I'm going to go down. So I'm going to stay with my buddy Daryl Thursday night. And then uh, they asked Cracker Dawn on Friday. I had to go see my dad in Palacios. And then we'll probably stay there all day. And then maybe Saturday, if you're able to make it and uh, Vic's available, maybe we could all meet up, maybe record a podcast a person or do some fishing or something like that. Um, if not, I'll probably just take the girls to the aquarium or something. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes, sir. Have, they ever, have they ever been before? Peyton has. I don't know if Adeline has. I don't think she has. Oh, man. I think she would love it. Dude, she's going to love it. I don't know if they still have that little tank where you can, like, pet the stingrays, but I think, dude, I think she'd, she'd dig that. Right. The stingrays and the little nurse sharks, and yeah. they tell you not to grab the starfish, but they're in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't man, been there in forever either. I was just about to say that too. I haven't either. I can't remember the last time. Have you ever been on the uh, the USS Lexington? I have. Me and my dad went and toured it probably, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago or so. And it's crazy because yeah. my dad's so damn tall. He's like, what, 6'4"? And yeah, your dad's uh, him giant. trying to fit in, in those lower levels is uh, pretty <laughs> funny to watch. Yeah, we don't have that problem. We run pretty small in my family. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But... Well, I know That's that we cool, both man. got stuff going on, man, and we're going to cut this one short. So is there anything else you want to talk about before we go ahead and end this episode? Not really, man. Just uh, if you guys, if any of you are planning on spending any time in the outdoors, just stay safe, drink plenty of water. It's a, it's a scorcher, uh, especially here in the great state of Texas. Um, also, uh, thank you for listening. And again, if you have any comments or if you have any stories that you would like to share, uh, any photos you'd like to share too? Uh, where we, we, I think we're wanting to try and start, um, like sharing listeners, um, outdoor photos on our, on our Instagram too and social. So don't forget, don't, don't be afraid to submit those. And, uh, yeah. Also, if you have any questions, um, we aren't the most knowledgeable, but we will try and help in any way we can. And, uh, if we can't answer it, we probably know somebody who could. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So yeah, just uh, feel free to reach out and uh, thanks y'all. Yep. Thank y'all for listening. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace. This has been Wildlife Outdoors. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook at Wildlife Outdoors and on Instagram at wild.life.outdoors. Let's go live life on the wild side.